If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up? It's Bobberson. I'm off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You hear me? Sip the cup with the dirty in it. Watch my dog die for like 30 minutes. See my brother's face, he had 30 in it. That's why I keep the Glock with the. All right, so we got Aunt Glizzy jumping off the porch with us today, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. all right. Nah, Back pre- and I'm better. Yeah, man. You know, we've been talking about this for a while, man, so I'm happy you're finally able to make it down for this. <laughs> I, I can't miss it too many times. I got <laughs> to take care of the business. Nah, definitely, man. And go ahead and introduce who's sitting behind you, man, in case folks don't recognize him. This is YP. This is my artist. This is the first artist I ever signed. I only got one person signing my label, Bob or Sun Records. This is YP, but this is like my best friend, so it's like, hmm, he ain't really know. Okay. He can do what he wants. For sure. And we had him on the porch, too. So if people ain't familiar, they go look up his interview and kind of yeah. catch his story, Definitely too. Definitely go look him up, tap into him. Absolutely, man. All right, so what do you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? You doing anything else? You just came down here for the interview, or? I just, I'm here to handle the business. I don't really, I ain't really into the party scene. I ain't really trying to link up with, you know what I'm saying? I just do my own thing. Yeah. I'm I, an entrepreneur. I'm self-made. I did this all on my own, like, just me and God. Yeah, I feel that, man. But how do you like the vibes here in Atlanta compared to back at home in D.C. then? The vibes here, they cool. I came to Atlanta before. I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell you this, but I'm on the run here. This Are the you only, really? This is the only place I'm on the run. I've been on the run here since like 2000, I want to say like 14. But it's like for a misdemeanor charge. It's non-extraditable. It ain't like, as long as I don't get caught here. <laughs> but it's probably statute of limitation now. That's it's what probably, I was about to say. It's if it's just a misdemeanor. It's probably, about the, it's probably gone. But... Uh, Hope, man, knock on wood for that one. Man, yeah, knock case. on wood for that one. But <laughs> Atlanta, cool. I like the vibes. But I was here before. All my friends got shot. Like, we left the studio with Zaytoven, and all my friends got shot last time I was here. Oh, shit. So, like, I don't know. But it's all right, though. It's part of life. Yeah. I'm back out. Back here, man. I'm back sure. here. Ain't stopping me. All right. So, talk to us about life in D.C., man. What's really going on up there these days, man? Life in D.C. It's the typical, it's the typical in every state, but it's like DC, I'm from DC, I'm from Southeast, I'm from the, I'm from the, when it come to Washington DC, I'm from the toughest part, like it's no tougher, it's no grimier, you ain't grow up, no realer, this is the toughest DC, I'm from Southeast Washington, but as a whole, it's cool for like tourist things, but like, far as being there, like just being there, 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 like if you was born there, you don't wanna be, like you don't think you wanna be where you was born at, you don't wanna die where you started, you gotta venture out, the world big, you can go on. Yeah. So it's like, it is what it is, it's like, it come with the good, come with the bad, like every other city. Yeah. I'm the villain though, nobody likes me, nobody. There's no one that likes me, probably just YP. <laughs> Why yeah. do you think that is? Why do you think you are so hated up there then? I wouldn't even say it's hated, I'm just, 
I'm the person say if we walking across the street and everybody want to go right and I want to go left, I'm going to go left. I do what I want to do. Like, I just keep it real. I'm the, like, the realists get the toughest stories. They get the, they get everybody against them. I look like the oddball. Like, most rappers drink lean, pop perks, and party all day. I don't party. I don't be around people. I don't drink lean. I don't pop perks. I ain't into that. Like, designer clothes. I ain't really into designer clothes. I'd rather go pay my mother rent. My brother's locked up. I'd rather make sure they got 75 auto bags every week. I get my glory out of helping others. That's how I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's weird. Like, I believe in God. People don't even know I believe in God. Like, I highly believe in God, like, on a whole nother level. Like, now I don't know, go to church every Sunday, but that's the only person I talk to. That's the only person hear me. That's the only person I told everything about me. He ain't never said nothing. Nobody know. I have conversations with him every day. But it's life, man. And speak about your relationship with your mother, man. My mother, me and my mother relationship, my mother bipolar and schizophrenic. Like, on a scale from one through 10, her bipolar a 10, her schizophrenic a 10. So like, if she don't take her medicine, she erratically, she might be outside taking off her clothes. She might, she just, she might not even know who I am. She just out of this world. Like, I don't really know what it is. I'm not a scientist, but I still love my mother. My mother still did the best she could do to make, she ain't have to do nothing. My mother made me. I'm who I am today. That's enough. I could take care of her. I, I might've been her blessing. She might ain't have it, but she had me. So me and my mother, we like best friends. It ain't no, it ain't no mother-son relationship. Like I never had to, I never really got in trouble or I was always like, my mother off a little bit, so I gotta take care of myself. Like the days she ain't taking her medicine, like she might go months without taking her medicine. I gotta be the man of the house. My brothers be locked up in and out of jail, so it's like I gotta be the man of the house. That's why I got two older, bro I got a younger brother and an older brother. They've been locked up. They've been in and out of jail for years. So my mother don't really see them, so she's stressed about them. And she don't take her medicine. And she just relapsed and just acting erratically, try to get her in and out of the hospital. That don't work, but. I never give up on her. I can't. It's my mother. It's like, I'm with her. She acting crazy. If she is one, she the one person in this world acting crazy, everybody acting wrecked. I act crazy with her to blend in before I feel some type of way about it. Like, I'm with her. This is who, this is who I'm with. Good, bad, ugly, whichever way it go. So I really can't throw it all away. Like, I'm all my mother really got. Like, she can't call nobody. She only can call me. She needs something, she can call me. Like, her rent short, she gonna call me. Like, anything far as that. So far as the streets, I had to fall back far as the gangster street road. Cause like, I can't leave my mother on stuck. My brothers and them did it. I don't fault them for it. That's how they living. But I ain't got to live like that. I got everything I ever wanted. Yeah. I got jewelry. I got my own place. I got my own car. I got my own everything. I got a family. I got everything I ever asked for. I don't really got no problems. My problems is the people around me, I watch them struggle and I can't fix it to the best of my abilities. I can only fix it is what I, can, what I got to fix it with. But I know I can have more and I can really take their problems. They don't really have problems. Everybody around me stressed about something money can fix. They don't really have real problems. They got materialistic problems. I don't have materialistic problems. I got real problems. I'm trying to, I don't want my mother to stress about nothing. I don't want my friends to ever feel like they gotta go rob somebody or do something stupid. Hell no, we ain't living like that. That's the easy route. That's like what I tell YP, don't let the streets Get the best of you, bruh. It ain't nothing to be gangsta. I know a million gangsters. I don't know one nigga that got a million dollars, though. I know a thousand killers. I can tell you a thousand. We can go down the list. I can tell you a million niggas that kill somebody. I can't tell you one nigga that got that million dollars in the bag right now and then go to the bank and get it. That's what I'm trying to be. That guy. I'm trying to, I told you I'm the oddball. Nobody got the million. I want the million. That's the reason I'm the difference. That's the difference in me and everybody else. I'm going to say what I want to say. And no, I never went for no sucker shit. Like, I'm not no gangsta ass person. I ain't. 
gangster. I ain't trying to be gangster. I ain't going for no sucker shit though. Like, I'm not that one. I'm not the like they get away with a lot of stuff because like the internet and all that and all that. But I ain't really into that. I don't even got a channel into being a gangster because I know what I really can be and I know what I really can be on. But I ain't on that no more. I used to be that person. I told you I believe in God. Like it is what it is. I'm blessed. I'm not messing up my blessings for people that ain't even on my level. There's no purpose. I got a mother to take care of. I can't throw my life away. It cost me $10,000 to die. $10,000 for a funeral. It cost me $20,000 for a murder or more to get a lawyer. It cost me more to do something to y'all or get into it with y'all. It don't make sense. I'm cool. I'm going to lose it all. I ain't, got nothing, I ain't got nothing to give you. Other than that, I'm just me. I feel that. At what point in your life did you realize, all right, this isn't the path I need to be going down. I need to make these changes. I got, I got four friends. Like, these are my closest friends in the world. Like, these who I grew up with. Like, these are the people that believe in me the most. It's, it's, it's five of us all together. It's me, Ronnie Moe, Juice, Hefe, and GQ. These are my closest friends in the world. They with me, we wear the same clothes. I call them, tell them everything I do. Like everything, like these are my closest friends ever. GQ been my best friend since we were six years old. And we hang in a, a neighborhood, we're from Potomac Gardens, it's a neighborhood complex. We from there, it's in the ghetto. We used to hang behind this trash can by the basketball court. We've been there since he was six years old. He died in the same spot at 26, behind this trash can. If I knew 20 years from now, my best friend was gonna die behind this trash can, you think I would have been behind that trash can? You think I would have been anywhere near that trash can? You think we would have been anywhere near that trash can? That's a sign to show me. I'm Aunt Glizzy, though. I'm a rapper. It's 2015, I got money. I got enough money for us not to be here. We don't got to be here. I can be in the studio. I can be shooting videos. I can be doing anything. I'm so stuck in the streets, and it's moving so fast, I don't even see what I got. God slowed it all down. Like, slowed it all down. I'm talking about slowed it down so much that I don't even know what was going on. GQ died. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Behind that same trash can, we used to hang out. We've been there 20 years. He died right there. That made me never, I could, it's like, I don't even want to go back to the neighborhood because the memories from it, I got PTSD from it. They think I don't want to be in the neighborhood. It's just like, I'm, it's just so much bad memories in the neighborhood that'll fuck me up mentally and they'll throw me off my path for where I'm going in life. I can't even go back to it. I can help the struggle. I'm for the struggle. Everybody in that complex, when I make it the way I got to go in life, I don't think they have no worries, but they know that already though. So it's like, I lost GQ, that's one. Then I, when GQ died, this is my best friend, this is my closest. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
his friend ever. Like, he knew everything. I wasn't even going to his funeral, but the morning of his funeral, I talked to his mother. His mother contacted me the morning of the funeral. This, she buried her child. This is the most devastating day of her life. If she got the power to call me, I got to find the power to get my ass to this funeral. So I found the power my friend Hefe. It's my other closest friend. We all friends. They all friends because of who I am. We all be together. We all became close friends. Somehow everybody know some, somebody through me somehow. So Hefe like, man, I'm coming to get you. You going to the funeral. So Hefe come get me, take me to the funeral. I wasn't even going to walk up to the casket. I was so numb. My body, I wasn't even in my body. I don't even remember it, but I remember it. But when I seen him, he didn't look like himself. So I sat down, I was discombobulated the whole funeral. So the funeral was over. I talked to his mother. We did all the stuff after the funeral. And I was just hanging with Hefe, like I'm at Hefe house, just coping with the pain. I ain't outside, I'm just, I went into like depression after that a little bit. So I'm like in the house, I'm hanging with Hefe here and there. I'm calling him every day, but we just kicking. I'm only hanging around him. I'm going to his house here and there. I get a phone call. We've been hanging out probably a couple months after the funeral. I get a phone call. Somebody killed them. So now I'm just, I don't even know what to do now. Now I'm like, what the fuck? But before Hefe and GQ, Juice died first. Juice, Juice died from some street shit, like, before that. Before that, Juice had already died. Then GQ, then Hefe. Ronnie Moe got life in jail plus 20 years for a robbery plus a, some other shit. And who else is it? And it just, it's, it's on. It's Hefe, Juice, GQ, Ronnie Moe, and me, yeah. So, and I'm the only one left. So when it comes to that hood shit, it's like, I done did everything you can do in the hood. Like I mastered that shit. Like I really can say I mastered the hood. Everything you can do in the hood as a hood nigga, I did. Like not no incriminating shit, but just like being outside type shit. And I made it out. I ain't never been shot. I ain't never been beat up. I ain't never been robbed. I'm the biggest person in my neighborhood. If it's a thousand people in my neighborhood, I did for all 1,000. Not no super duper shit, but something genuinely out of the kindness of my heart. If it's a candy lady, I looked out for the candy lady. If it's a crackhead, I had $6, I made it $6, $8. If I couldn't make it $8, I would have hollered at my homeboy and told him, man, that's my, that's my good man right there, go in and fuck with him. I'm that type of guy. So it's like, I don't really care about the hood shit. And then when it, I got two brothers, I ain't gonna say too much, but like when it comes to like, they gangster one through a hundred, they gangster on a hundred. And it's back, everybody know that though. Like, the streets can tell you. So, like, it is what it is. I ain't really gotta be gangster. I'm just here to make sure my mother good. Yeah. Once my mother live all her life, her, her years, and she comfortable, then I can probably have a blast with life. But right now, I'm just, I gotta get to it. I gotta get YP out together. I hate when you're in together. I be calling his phone at 10 o'clock, like, bro, where you at? I, he probably hate me. He only probably answer sometimes. Where you at, bro? Outside, wow. I'm about to go in the house, bro. Right. Sound better. Call me when you get in there, too. Like, I ain't real, I will call two hours later. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't spend me. So how long have you been knowing YP? And how'd you guys first link up? All right, so my friends died, and my mother lived in Searcham Quarters. He from Searcham Quarters. I don't know YP at all. My mother, like, 
my mama be outside in the neighborhood. She like the neighborhood mom. She be in the neighborhood. She ain't no in-house person. Everybody know her. She at the whole city know her. Let me get a lighter. So my mother was like, I want you to meet. This boy is my other son. She just kept saying that. So long story short, like some, I can't say too much, but like YP ended up at my door. So he ended up at my door and he just never left very since. Like we was doing business. I just was, we just was doing business. I never knew he rapped on nothing. But my mother told me about him for six months straight. Like my other son outside, such and such, such and such. I already knew who he was. I knew everything. So when he knocked on the door, he probably ain't know I knew who he was. I talked to my mother every day. <laughs> I gave him the all out treatment. My mother put the stamp on him before he knocked on the door. I knew who he was. So it was like, treat him with open arms. I've been so genuine. He been with me every day. He ain't, you see he with me now. He ain't left. It's 2018, <laughs> it's 2021. Yeah. He be said, he be asking, he be, he, this how crazy it is. He'd text me and say, bro, how do people even get into it with you, bro? Like, I don't even know how you got enemies. How do people hate you? And I'm like, bro, they don't really know me, bro. But that's between me and him. That's my dog. Loyalty means more than money. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So how did you get into making music at first? How old were you when you first started? Probably like 22. So pretty late in your life then. Yeah, I wasn't really a rapper. I'm, I wasn't trying to be a rapper. I only dropped music when I separated from Shaq Lizzy. I dropped a mixtape. And the mixtape was, was one of the biggest mixtapes in DC history, Bob or someone. So it's like, it hit so hard it made me a rapper. It's like, I had, so many, <laughs> I had so many fans and so much. It's like, you can't go away from it. Keep dropping songs. I kept going. But in the midst of me dropping songs, I told you my friends died and I went into depression. So I fell back from the music because I, I'm not gonna be rapping about pain and funerals and gotta get back to feeling myself. But now I'm back to like, gotta get to it. What am I doing? I sat back and had to get my mental together to my real friends. I still think about them boys every day. Like every day, it's not a day go past. I don't think about not one of them, but if I get to where I need to go in life, I got this saying in my head. They might be gone, but I be watching like Lil Durk, he be giving, his man's $100,000 and shit, just real nigga shit. His, my friends that died, they got kids. They like 13, seven, nine, ages like that. Imagine if they turn 18, I can give them all $100,000 just to start their life. That's simple shit, that's really possible. Like that's possible shit. That's what I gotta do, so I, I gotta get to it. I got people I gotta help. Told this shit ain't about me, if I had a million dollars, I can't even tell you what I'm gonna buy myself. I might don't even get, I'm gonna get something, but it ain't gonna be too much. I ain't gonna overdo it. Like, I'm gonna literally spend 500,000 of it on everybody else. And I'm gonna try to put the rest to keep it going. I ain't, this shit ain't about me, it's never about me. It's any person been around me, anybody that know me, y'all know how I move. If I'm out to eat, you can have a bankroll on, you can have a million dollars on Instagram. If I'm at the table, I got it. I don't want you, like I ain't stressing about it. Told you I believe in God. God gave me enough money I could pay for this whole meal. Why would I not? Real shit right there. Uh, so how far back did your relationship with Shy go? Did you guys like grow up together or? No, nah, we ain't really grow up together, but my dad, best friend GQ introduced me in the Shy, introduced me to Shy Glizzy. We was on like MySpace. We had some colorful <laughs> H&M trench coats. Shy seen it, wrote under the, comment under it. GQ linked up with them, they was hanging out. 
me and GQ, my best friend, so you know if Shy come around, we're going to end up being friends. So me and Shy became cool. Shy spent that over my house. Shy and GQ got into an incident in Potomac Gardens, like in the neighborhood. They was in a fight. The neighborhood was trying to jump Shy. But who I am as a person, I stopped Shy from getting jumped. I, I walked him to the bus stop and put him on the bus. And that is bus to take him around to his neighborhood. So Shy knew my loyalty was to him. He, he just had the feeling, I guess. So we kept kicking in mutual, hanging in my house, smoking my mother weed. I go to his house. I'm probably the only person ever went to Shy Glizzy's house. Like, we'd be 50 deep. Nobody's going to Shy's house. I don't give a fuck who you is. You ain't going to his house. His house ain't even in the picture. I'm in his house. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. His room. His little-ass room. Like, he's Shy Glizzy going to a little-ass room. I, he got... Thousand dollars worth of clothing. He never home. He don't give a fuck about it. He never in the house. He probably there one time out of the month. But I used to join on about his room. I say, bro, you shy glizzy. If I gotta come over, we sleep in this little ass room. He got everything here though. <laughs> Shit's crazy, but that's how it is though. That's how I, that's how I started. So what was the whole fallout uh, about between you and Shyla? Some dudes from around this neighborhood robbed a dude from around my neighborhood. The dude from around my neighborhood is only hanging in his neighborhood because we all glizzy gang. His neighborhood being my neighborhood, my neighborhood being his neighborhood. But it's like, I ain't gonna say I run my neighborhood, but I got say so. Like I did enough for this motherfucker that my word is bond out here. So if a motherfucker see you with ant one time, you set in it for life. Like it don't matter what it is, as long as you live by the guidelines of the streets. So my friend went around his way. I'm like, how the fuck can my friend get robbed around your way? I didn't even go at shy about, I didn't even care about my friend getting robbed. Whatever my friend got robbed for, just give it back. Because when I come off the road with you on these weekends, I'm in the hood. The hood what made me. This what gave me this pass to walk around with you to make you safe out here. This what gave me my name. This what I put the pavement in right here. I can't go against this for nothing. No fame, no nothing. He couldn't get it back because he, he got, he got, I ain't gonna say he ain't got say so, but he who he is, but I can't really, I ain't trying to downplay him. He ain't me, because it couldn't happen on my block, or if it would have happened, I would have got it back, everything. So he couldn't do it, so I told him, fuck it, keep it. We get it back in blood. The rest, it is what it is, but in the midst of us going back and forth about that, we probably been at it for like two months. Not even at it, just two months not fucking with each other. He DM'd me like, he going to Atlanta, he need me to go with him. I, I still went, just because my loyalty to this nigga, like I just, I'm just all, like, to him, like, I'm, I told you I was on the run in, in Atlanta, ATL. I was down here in 2014. He got caught with some weed. I took the weed, like I told the police, I put it in his pocket. Like I took the charge, just come bail me out. Cause he was, he, he was about to take everybody. It's seven people right here. This your weed, he couldn't find it. I'm, I'm broke, I don't even got no money to buy no weed. I'm down here with you, I'm on your tab. Like, <laughs> you know it ain't my weed. But I ain't, I'm the nigga I am. I took the charge. He ain't make sure I got back to court or nothing. 
but that's just one strike on it. But I told you I'd be, I got too big of a heart though. The big heart gets you hurt in the streets. Like, ah, I don't even really get into it with outsiders. I get into it with people that be close to me. Cause it'd be like, I ain't going for, I told you, I'm gonna say something about it. Like if I see some sucker shit happening, I'm gonna say something about it. If you're moving wrong, I'm gonna tell you you're moving wrong. If I'm wrong, I can take criticism. We ain't about to be on no half-ass shit out here. So he couldn't get it back. And it was what it was. He told me go with him to Atlanta. I still went. I went with him to Atlanta. The vibe was off. I was arguing with people. Not really arguments, but like heated discussions with extras around him. The guys from the neighborhood about the situation. But it's me and his whole neighborhood. I'm by myself, really. But I am who I am, so it is what it is. Like, they know. So. And then I came back. I never, he told me studio. He wrote me like a week later talking about studio. I never wrote back to go to the studio. Like, fuck. And some months went past. I dropped my own mixtape just to see what it do. It went viral. The streets loved it. It was the biggest shit ever. Everybody asking, who the fuck is Hey, Glitchy the rapper, woo woo woo, Shaq Glitchy gotta stop this the best way he can. He tried to sue me. Really? It's a million Glizzies. How the fuck did one get a cease and desist? Me, the one who started this from the mud. Like, out of all people, Google don't even believe this, bruh. Like, shit crazy. Take the songs down off iTunes, form alliances. It's like, I just try to get everybody not to like me. It's like, the one person that know the real him, he try to stop it or he get away from it. But I ain't even really got nothing bad to say about him because it's been days I ain't had nothing. He looked out for me, but it is what it is. I'm getting older. I ain't even on that shit. I'm just trying to get me a bankroll. Like, I'm just trying to get to the millions. I ain't stressing. I told you I ain't having no problems. I ain't got no worry. Do it look like I missed the beat? Do it look like I got kicked out of the game? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have like a face-to-face -face conversation about just to like air out the grievances? Or? Nope, I ain't seen them. I ain't. Oh, you got one. I ain't seen them in like. I ain't seen them since probably like 2004, probably seven, eight years. Oh, but wow. he watch everything I do. You gonna watch this interview, Shaq Lizzie? My DMs open. My telephone. I'm willing to have a conversation, bro. We ain't beefing. I ain't got no problems with you, bro. Yeah, I make you my bid on these cameras and on Instagram. That's just what I do. But you talk your shit, I talk mine. We ain't beefing though, bro. I'm the guy. Remember that guy who used to walk in them rooms and make sure you was all right? I'm still that guy, bro. Why would I try to do something to the person that I made sure he got the way he wanted to be in life? I ain't trying to do nothing to you. I don't wish nothing but the best for you, bro. Just leave me alone. You can't stop it now anyway. I ain't really tripping. You see me. <laughs> Look where I'm at now. <laughs> All right, so going back to Barbara's son, man, um, did you expect this thing to take off? Were you going into recording this? Like, I got a chip on my shoulder. I got something to prove? Or? I didn't even know how to make a song. <laughs> I didn't know what a song was. I didn't know what a hook was. I didn't know what bars was. I just know it was a purple. I just know Pro Tools. Some said Pro Tools. It was green and purple. And you just <laughs> rap to the purple and they attach it to the green and he make it a whole jet, man. I ain't know nothing, but I had coaches. I had like, the neighborhood was with me. I had the whole neighborhood with me. I'm moving with the whole neighborhood. They all got input. We all rappers. They all giving me input to this and that. And we making greatness. But I'm about to get back to, the, I'm back to the music now. Like, I feel better about myself. I'm out that dark space I was in. So just about to get back to the music. Sorry for the wait, but 
I'm going to show you how it's really up now. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the music scene in D.C. right now? The music scene in D.C. is good. Like, it's getting better. Like, it's getting better. Like, everybody just too in tune to the beef. Like, got to get the money first. I'd rather have the money and then beef. Like, why are we beefing before <laughs> we get the money? Like, ain't we trying to get some money? You know, beefing come with dying. You might die before you get the money. I'm trying to get the money. I ain't really into all the beats, but far as the music scene, everybody doing their thing. I'm giving shout outs to people. Uh, I see Baller doing his thing, Fat Trail, Big Flock, No Savage, JG Riff. Faye, I'm no feast. Everybody, like the whole city. Like, yeah. If y'all don't know who they is, go check in on them. We on the way. They don't really put DC on the map, but all it takes is one of us to get through the door and we kick it down. We can handle whatever come with it. Now, there's definitely a lot of talent in the city, but it's, it's Michael Jordan's everywhere. It's yeah. just like, we can't get in the right gym. It's like, we hooping. It's like they just, Letting us hoop with the hoop was like whoever hoop. We trying to hoop with the experienced people. We trying to show we can ball too. We can play. For sure, man. All right, so let's talk about the song On Demand. Um, where you're taking shots at Sosa, man. Where did this whole thing come about? I know you probably saw the clip uh, from his interview. Man. Yeah, I seen him on the porch. He was right here in the same seat. Yep. I wish you would tell me how to pull it up and sit on the porch with him. It's probably the only place I can find him. But, nah, I'm being funny. But, nah, uh, I don't even know Sosa for real. It's like, I am clout on the internet. They deleted my pages, my Instagrams. I probably lost like 200 some thousand followers, but my new Instagram, Barbersun Live. Uh, but no, nah, Sosa just come to my Instagram trolling and it went bad. Like, he can't really troll me. He tried to troll me and say something, something, but it's like the internet told me his life story. I don't want to even say too much because we're in front of the cameras. This is going to be a big platform. But like, Things happened to him that he don't even had time to be on the internet. That's all I was really trying to put in his face. Like, when you sign up to be a gangster, you gotta be gangster at all times. It ain't no days you clock out. It ain't no days I can, no sick days. It ain't no none of that. You got toothache. You still gotta be gangster at all times. So when you woke up and you signed that permission slip and said, I'm gonna be a street nigga, the day people around you die because of something you had to do with, you gotta be a street nigga. There's no time for the internet. Log off. I'm an internet nigga. I be on the internet. The, the, uh, the worst thing I'm gonna get shot, emoji. Drive-by emojis. You've been shot 20 times, four different times. You moved out your motherfucking state. Your neighborhood dis- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. And you on the internet trying to troll me? I really be saying prayers for social. It's like the fentanyl person might be fucking this mentor. It's like, it gotta be the drugs though. But I ain't got nothing bad against Sosa. I just hope Sosa, like, go slide. Like, when you gonna slide? Like, no bullshit. I made like $10,000 off Sosa and hoodies. I thank you. What you mean? I picked When You Gonna Slide. I made a song about social When You Gonna Slide. I made a TikTok challenge and we put some some hoodies together. I made $10,000 selling hoodies. Off social name. 
I was gonna give him some. I was gonna give him ten percent. But he ain't about to go give my money to the perk man. Hell nah. Spend my little thousand dollars on fitting on. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. So what's your thoughts on like the rap game, the music industry, everything that be going on these days? I'm different, bro. I ain't really in tune to no rappers. I'm in tune to like the popping ones, the ones everybody know, the Lord Dirks, the NBA Young Boys, the Kodaks, like the popping people, but I really be in tune to myself. I'm in tune to, like DMV rap. I'm in tune to like DMV artists. Like I might wake up in the morning, I might gotta play some baby 50 or something. I gotta play something from the city just to start the day. Slime goon. Like DC real life got good artists and I don't know what's going on. I just hope after this interview, anybody see this, you just take your time out to click on any one of these guys. Anybody. Go click on YP page. Little bro, YP, he be there. We gotta get, listen to me. My plan is to get him out together. We gotta get him out together. Yeah, I'm fucking with that catcher, man, that you guys just dropped. That shit hard. I don't know how me and YP make these songs. We just, I just get them in the studio and we just make that shit from scratch. Just let it go. It is what it is. Have you guys talked about doing like a collab project then? We already got one, Stay Dangerous. It's called Stay Dangerous, it's on all platforms. So what's the next project you plan to drop then, Ant? Uh, I'm about to drop a mixtape next month. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. I might call it Off the Porch, literally. I might drop a mixtape next month called Off the Porch because I feel like I'm back off the porch, like I'm back outside. Now I'm like back in the streets. Let's see what's got to going on. Because they say I don't be outside. I don't be outside because there ain't nothing outside. I made $300,000 in 2021 from this conference on my mom's couch. I'm talking about cash. <laughs> you talking about outside? <laughs> ah, I used to be, I used to ask for dollars. Now they ask me for dollars. I'm the dollar man. <laughs> so what's this new music sounding like? Like what type of vibes are you on right now? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get away from more so the sad vibes and get like to the, I don't know, the turned, I don't know, like the turned up. Now I got to talk about my accomplishments. Like I got, I got to pop my shit a little bit more. I got to come on my shield. I got to let the people know what's really going on. Like. Mm, no, I be stuck in my ways. I gotta get out of my ways. I be back in the loop. It's all right. Give me like, give me like 30 days. In the next 30 days, I should have so much going. They know who I am. If you don't know, Bob is on live on Instagram. So all you gotta do is come and catch me. My life a movie. I literally live a movie. This is this is saying I say. On Sundays, my grandmother used to wake us up to go to church. It was like she had like 70 people in her church. My aunt probably had like. 100 people in her church. My other aunt probably had 200. I can wake up on a Sunday morning, cut my phone on, get 1,000 people to watch me. I'm bigger than the pastor. I really am. Church. <laughs> uh, what's this Midnight Trucks that you've been promoting, man? This is a trucking company that I just opened. Like, just a business venture. Like, I just wanted to know how to expand the money. But it ain't really even about the money. I be seeing people in my city just riding in trucks. And I'm thinking like, why can't I put trucks in my city and make sure people ride around safe? I just wanna make sure like, you got a good experience. Like, it ain't even about the money, it's more so about the customer. Like, the money gonna be there. It's more so about, say like, you getting an Uber or a taxi cab and you lose your phone or something valuable, $100,000 in the bag. 
I'm going to make a policy. Like, if you lose something in this truck, it's 100% guaranteed. I don't care what it is. As long as it ain't criminalizing. Like, as long as... Because this is a real business. If you was to leave your wallet and your credit card, and you can have $20,000 in here, I want to assure you it'll be $20,000 in your credit card, on your credit card, or in your wallet when you return. Like, that type of thing. Like, your safety is okay. Like, you can fall asleep in here. You can wake up at your destination. You don't got to worry about nothing. Like, you literally have no worries in these trucks. That's what type of service I'm trying to get, but I got two trucks. I'm trying to get one more to make it three, but it's like, these trucks high as hell. I ain't know these trucks were this high, I told you. I ain't rich, <laughs> but I ain't broke. It's like, but I'm just trying to help the city. Midnight trucks be open November 1st, but just come support me. I'm gonna support y'all, make sure y'all have a safe ride. Y'all have any problems. And y'all need to go above management. Y'all come talk to corporate. Y'all not to find me on the internet. Y'all not to find me. Y'all can de- delay y'all problems directly to me. I will call the, per- the driver personally on three-way and tell him what y'all want me to tell him. What y'all want me to tell him? Such and such says such and such, and she don't like it. Okay, that's coming out of your paycheck, William. All right, I got you. That type of stuff. But, now let your money make you some more money, man. That's what it's all about. Generational wealth. Show, sure, man. Uh, you got any advice you'd like to give to the youth who may be out there in the streets looking for a way out, man? Who, you know, so they probably don't have to go through all the things that you went to before you realize. Just don't let the streets wash you up. Like, I ain't saying you can't be in the streets because I wasn't, I, I, ain't, I, I ain't gonna say, I, I ain't from the streets. I was born there. It was like my mother took me from the hospital and took me to the ghetto. Like, I had no choice. So I had to make a way out. Like, make a way out. Like, it's a way out of everything. Don't let the streets wash you up. Don't, don't think a job is wild. A job is a consistent income. A job is better than being a hustler outside in the street. Yeah, he got all the money. He, got all, he don't live nowhere. He can't do nothing with the money. The money don't even mean nothing. The money not even real in the real world. It is in the ghetto and where you at. Elevate your brain. Just don't think the hood is just the greatest thing ever. Like, I be seeing kids just want to be, I don't want to be hood nigga. Like, I just want to be in the hood, the biggest nigga in the hood with all the cars, all the, man, you don't got to be that person. That person die or go to jail forever. They don't tell you that part, so I'm going to tell you. But you can make it out, just follow your dreams. And when they say, like, whatever you put your mind to, you can do. Whatever you put your mind to, you can do. I swear, like, it's crazy. It might take time, but you got time. That's real. What's next for you, Ant? What else coming up, bro? Uh, next thing for me? These mixtapes back on the music scene, back taking bookings. I don't know, they deleted my Instagrams. My, I lost my blue check, my 173,000 followers. I made a new page, lost my 40,000 followers. I got two new pages, but I'm still moving. It don't stop me. Uh, Bob and Son 4 on the way. I just trying to put the city on. If I can put the city on my back, I will. Yeah, shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up? I just want, man, I want to shout out to everybody. I ain't got no Pacific shout outs to, to nobody Pacific. Shout out to everybody. Every DMV rapper, every DMV comedian, shout out to the whole DMV. That's what I'm doing it for. It's our time to shine. Like, can we live? I sip the cup with the dirty in it. Watch my dog die for like 30 minutes. See my brother face, he had 30 in it. That's why I keep the Glock with the 30 in it. One half fade. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.